Welcome to the Diversity at Work podcast, where we unpack what it's really going to take to close the gender gap in the workplace. Here is your host, leadership coach and diversity consultant, Andrea Jansen. Have you ever heard that saying when you're looking for a leader, all you need is to find someone who is one chapter ahead of you? On this episode of the podcast, I interviewed Tanya Skurhan, who is a Canadian living in Rome right now in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic. We talked about how Tanya is pivoting her singing career, what it's really like to be on lockdown for 18 days, and why Tanya was so disappointed when Canadians showed up at the grocery store hoarding toilet paper. Hi, Tanya. Thank you so much for coming on my podcast all the way from Rome. Italy. Can you introduce yourself and explain what you do? Yes. Um, Hi, Andrea. Thanks so much for having me. Um, My name is Tanya Skirhan, and um, I'm a professional singer here in Rome. So I sing professionally live, and um, I also teach English. And you're Canadian. And I'm Canadian, exactly. Yes. How long have you been there? Um, I've been living in Rome for about six years now. Six years. Okay. And you love living there. I visited you, I think it was about five or six years ago. Um, yeah, the you, first year I was the there. The first year there I was visiting you. And I remember the reason I visited because I was like, my friend lives in Italy. I'm never going to have this chance again. And here you are six years later, you are still there. And we are in the middle of a global crisis right now. And you are on day 18 of being on lockdown in Rome. And my first question is, I want you to need you to take me back about two months and describe what life was like for you. Um, Two months ago, uh, life was fantastic. Um, I was really busy um, singing two concerts a month, um, teaching, um, enjoying life. The coronavirus wasn't even part of our vocabulary. Um, Actually, a month ago today, I was singing at a concert at the American Embassy. And I was really, really, really looking forward to March because I had two big jazz concerts uh, planned. So yeah, that's that's what my life was like. Okay, so your singing career is at this point where you are getting some serious recognition, doors are opening, you are on this projectile like of explosive growth for your own career. So congratulations on that. Thank you. At what point did you realize it's not business as usual? So on the 5th of March, uh, the government of Italy, uh, they made the decision to close schools um, all across the country. Then on the 6th, they made the decision to close theaters, clubs and discos. I felt I had two concerts booked in May at uh, with two different theaters. So I thought by May, not a problem. Everything will be okay. This would maybe be a two-week shutdown. Um, because the main problem was happening in the north of Italy, in Lombardia and in Milan. And being in Rome, being in the center of Italy, I felt that we didn't have a lot of numbers. So I felt that the problem was in the north. So after two weeks everything was going to be okay. But then the following Monday, um, the Prime Minister, Giuseppe Conte, 
he made an announcement that all of Italy now was a red zone and we all had to be on lockdown. And that's what a red zone means? Yes. So if I'm locked up. Yes. So when you're in a red zone, it's not so before just the north of Italy was a red zone. So nobody could enter or leave it. Or if they did, it was for certain measures. Whereas whereas from the middle of Italy and in the south, we could move freely. But after the president made that announcement, we were all a red zone. So you couldn't leave your zone or your region. And what about in your house? At that point, were you allowed to get out of your house or was it you literally had to stay inside? Uh, No, at that point, you could still go to work um, and you could leave your house to go to the grocery stores. Restaurants were open, but from nine to six in the evening and they had to and they had to change. So all tables we're one meter apart from each other. Yeah, so it sounds like that's what's happening happened in Canada. So we went down that road. And now most, I think all restaurants are closed except for ones that have takeout or drive through. Um, so it sounds like that similar thing was happening. And when did you realize that you needed to pivot with your singing career and find new opportunities to be able to move forward? Right. So I knew I had to do that when everything shut down. So now in so now in all of Italy everything is closed except for essential services. So hospitals, the pharmacy, um and grocery stores. So now all restaurants are closed. You can't even get takeout. So I knew this is when I needed to make a change um in my career because no one's leaving the house. There's no social activities are going on. So no one no one is going to see a live concert. So what are you doing about this? I'm really curious. Right. Um, when this first started and my concerts started um, to be canceled, I spent about three or four days feeling really sorry for myself. I'm not going to lie. I was really angry and feeling sorry for myself because of all the work I put in to book these shows. Then the week after, I was just delusional. So I was like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. I'm going to lose my two shows in May and April, May, June, July will be fine. I'm just going to be losing two, two concerts. So we're going to be okay. Now the situation is really bad in Italy. Numbers are increasing every day and we don't know when we're going to get out of lockdown. So this is when I decided, okay, I'm not singing. So, and I'm, I'm a live singer. I'm not a type of singer who just does studio work, but now it's the time for me to start working on increasing my online presence. I love that you saw that opportunity because I know this about you, Tanya, you are super resourceful. And it's interesting because you probably had this brand in your mind that like, I am a concert singer, right? And you've just branded yourself that way. You had a strategy to build your business that way. And it was working. And now you need to pivot and almost like reinvent yourself and take that and bring it online, bring it to the studio. And are you at the point yet where you're excited about this new opportunity? Because I think it could be really awesome. But I know when you're going down that one road, it can be really hard. Yeah, 
Um, I'm excited about it, but for me, being a live singer, I feed off my audience and I feed off the energy of the night and I feed off of people enjoying my music. Um, I also trained in musical theater, so I trained to be a live singer. So sometimes for me, doing studio stuff is boring because if you make a mistake, that's fine. You can do it again. But, um, you know, I am I am enjoying it. Um, I'm learning a lot uh, because I've never had time. It's always something I wanted to do, but I never had time to do it because of all the tasks I had to do being a live singer. So I am learning a lot, learning a lot about the business, researching it, um, the games you need to play. So um, it is it's, it's interesting. It's a totally different. It's almost like I'm going in a totally different, totally different path than I ever thought I would be. What kind of roadblocks have come up? You talked about not having that audience to feed off of. um, But I've also seen on the internet videos of people singing out their window. Is that something that you're going to try? Yeah, um, we had on the 13th of Rome, um, people started singing from their balconies. Um, I actually never did it. Um, in my area, um, unfortunately all our windows face a small side street, so it wasn't really productive for us. Um, but it's now, it's kind of dying. So, um, yeah, a lot of people are trying to take this time right now to really get their 15 minutes of fame on social media. That's not my goal. Um, my goal is long-term. I feel that getting, you know, getting a hit through this coronavirus um, whole experience is not my goal. I really want longevity and I really want to build a solid audience base. I actually really like that. So you're kind of using this time to like dial it back a little bit, be strategic, learn, prepare, and then show up with something that is really good versus just kind of trying to seize the moment and making a quick win and then move forward. So I love that you've taken that step back and you're still able to see a long-term vision because I actually see this potential that if you can do live and studio, it actually opens up even more doors in the future for you. So thank you for sharing that with me. Thanks. Um, So I am really curious about what it's like being in Italy and being on lockdown in day 18. And I see it is an awful situation there. So just describe what is going on. We hear about it in the news, but what is it, what's it like for you right now? Um, I think being in Rome, it's a lot different than being in the North because I feel the, it's really hit hard in the North. So I feel it's probably worse being in the North. In Rome, it's, it's kind of eerie. You don't really hear anything. And once in a while, you hear the sound of an ambulance going by. And that's all you hear in the streets. Um, we live in an area called Pidamide. It's a very hip happening area. So it's filled with bars and cafes and restaurants and nightclubs. So it's always loud and you always hear people walking by. And um, yeah, it's it's like a ghost town. You don't hear anyone and you don't see anyone. And how are you staying connected with people? Because I know that is part of Italian culture, eating together, going out. And I know that's something you embrace since you've been there for six years. How are you doing that? Yes. 
Well, you know, me and my friends, we do have video chats either on WhatsApp or using Zoom or Skype. Um, I think everyone right now in Italy, they're very disappointed because they know we will be out of lockdown for Easter and they cannot go to the different parts to visit their family. Um, again, a lot of us are using social media. So for example, on my um, Instagram account, I do daily stories, light and funny, just so my friends, um, my family and friends in Canada, my friends in the UK, and my friends in Italy know that I'm okay. And uh, we're surviving. And you're surviving. Okay. Um, so I'm curious about this Facebook post you wrote a couple, I think it was about it was last week. And you were talking about Canada and what's happening here. Can you describe that post for me? Sure. Um, I woke up on Saturday, it was the 14th of March. And I saw my friends posting on Instagram and Facebook um, pictures of the grocery stores being empty, um, people waiting three hours in line to get into Costco, and people hoarding toilet paper, canned goods and food. And I got really angry. And I got really upset. Um, I always brag to my Italian friends, how fantastic Canadians are. And I'm so proud being Canadian, because as a Canadian, we always work together and we always think of a, we always think as a community because we are a country of immigrants and we always have this we mentality. And when I saw this, I was embarrassed and I was really angry because this is not my country and this is not what I expected from Canadians during this time. Okay. So, so what I did was I went on Facebook and um, I wrote a pretty strong message telling Canadians, stop hoarding food. It's not necessary. We've been in lockdown here in Italy for almost for about two weeks when this post was happening. And we still have food in our grocery stores. We still have toilet paper more than than in Canada at the time. And it's just it's not necessary because essential services will stay open. The government is not going to close a grocery store. So thank you for sharing that. Because I think that it's really been really fascinating about this me versus we mentality. And I think even in Canada now, we're seeing a shift of people focusing more on the we, the focusing on like, let's all do something because it is a global pandemic and every single person needs to do their part or else it's going to get a lot worse. And I think that shift has happened in Canada. Uh, but it's interesting that it never, the me mentality didn't really show up in Italy. It just was all about like, we need to do our part. And it just kind of sounds like it happened right away. Whereas in Canada, it was like, oh, dear, protect myself first. And then once I'm, I've protected myself, then I can worry about other people. And it's taken a couple days, maybe a week for us to get there. But it's really interesting that that was your observation. So thank you for sharing that with me, Tanya. Tanya, I like to wrap up my podcast with an action for everybody to take within 24 hours after they learn something new. And I've heard this leadership saying that you only need a leader to be one chapter ahead of where you are. And you are a chapter ahead 
of where we are in Canada right now. So can you share one thing that people can do today or tomorrow to set them up to be able to stay optimistic during this time of isolation? Yes, I feel that the best thing people can do is to be kind to themselves and to be kind to others. Um, you're going to go, you're going to experience a lot of emotions and go through an emotional roller coaster. So I feel that you need to embrace it and accept it and acknowledge it. And also look to those who you live with, your children, your partner, and also embrace their emotions and talk to them and ask them how they're feeling. Also, too, I feel that you need to make manageable to-do lists. Don't expect too much of yourself because there's going to be a lot of distractions now with kids being home and your partner also working from home. Um, Also, check in on people, the elderly, friends with anxiety. And, um, yeah, and just take this time to to really get back to what's important in your life. I love that. So connect with people that you care about, check in with your feelings and don't be so hard on yourself. So that is really great advice. And thank you for sharing that. And Tanya, this was such a great interview. Thank you for dialing in all the way from Rome. And I really wish you and all of Italy just to stay safe and to just keep doing what you're doing, staying in lockdown, because that is really... I think the only thing you can do right now. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me, Andrea. Hi there. Before you go, I was wondering if I could ask you a huge favor. Can you click on iTunes and give the podcast a five-star review and also a comment? This would mean the world to me. It also helps us to spread the word about the podcast and attract higher profile guests. We want to be able to deliver thought leadership around diversity and inclusion every single week and having more reviews on iTunes will help us to do that and help us to keep the show going for free for you. So please head to iTunes right now, give us a five-star review and leave us a comment. Thanks so much. 